0: Welcome to The Rise Podcast, a faith-based podcast dedicated to helping you better
1: understand who God is and who you are in Christ. It all starts with revelation, breaking down lies and knowing God's character, so that you can know your identity as a child of God
0: and the authority given to you. So you can surrender by humbling yourself and letting God be God, that you may become established and have a firm foundation and walk with confidence. I'm Emma. And I'm Sutton. And we are your hosts. Our goal is to equip and inspire you to rise into the calling and purpose God has for your life. Join us each week for deep but good conversations. We're so happy you're here. Let's get started. Well, hello everyone, welcome back to The Rise Podcast.
1: Today we are diving into another practical and this one is on prayer. In our last practical, we talked a lot about relationship with God and growing closer in relation to Him, but a big part of that is on prayer Mm -hmm. and how to pray. And that's something where a lot of people, including myself at one point, was very confused on if I just didn't have that understanding of what I was supposed to do.
0: Mhm. Yeah, I feel the same for a long, long time. I really struggled with prayer. Like I didn't know how to talk to God. And in growing closer to God and deepening your relationship with him, prayer is a very important part of that. And even with like praying for other people, it's just a really important part of our walk with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I think people overcomplicate it a lot. It's not as complicated as they make it out to be. Mm-hmm. As we are discovering most things are with god exactly. it's very simple but i think prayer is a really really big area that a lot of people get confused about so i'm right. really excited to dive into this and kind of unpack what prayer really is
1: right and then before we do that though we are just going to do a little icebreaker mm-hmm. and we thought based on a discussion we had last night just within our personal lives, what is our favorite love language like what Mm -hmm. do we kind of gravitate to
0: right so we wanted to share that with you guys kind of just share what our love language is as the little icebreaker but also if you guys want to share what your love language is head over to our instagram at the rise podcast and we'll do a little poll on there and you guys can take part in that and let us know what your love language is because we are curious
1: we are but first would you like to share yours? Your
0: I would love to. So, for me, my love language, my main one, is quality time. Mm-hmm. Like, I love quality time. I would say, second, would be words of affirmation. And something that you touched on last night was just intentionality. And I think that that, like, you know, how it goes into both of them. It's just right. down to intentionality because when you spend, when you like make time, to spend with other people like that is intentional and then when you are intentional about communicating and letting me know like you did a good job or this is what you like this is what you don't like that's really special to me so i think those are my top two but my main one is quality time
1: right and i think my main one is quality time as well Mm -hmm. and i think that's also why we're such good friends because we always make time probably hang out (laughs) with each other but like i was saying and what you touched on is i believe that intentionality should be a love language mm-hmm. because it's the factor of any single one of these love languages is all based on intentionality mm-hmm. like if you are doing something but you do it intentional like i see that and i'm like you actually care for me right like you are doing this for me like even if like someone like Gift-giving and, like, receiving gifts is not one of my biggest, but if I can tell they put thought and they put effort in, and they're, like, I did this intentionally to bless you, then I see that. And, like, even if, like, receiving gifts is not one of my biggest thing, it was, like, the thought that they put into it. It was, like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh, they love me, and mm-hmm. I value that. <laughs> like, I honestly value that more than receiving the gift itself. Yes, yeah, like, The gift is just an added bonus, but it's the thought they put into it. And then another within that quality time and then words of affirmation is one of my big ones of just someone speaking their thoughts and everything like they're thinking it just makes me feel good mm-hmm. but then the third one I would say would be physical touch but with only certain people like I've talked to you about this like mm-hmm. physical touch is such like an intimate thing where I want to save that for my future spouse like I would want to have like certain moments Of just like cuddling and closeness and like my body being shared just with people i really really care about like Mm -hmm. strangers i don't really like hugging strangers like it's not like a big thing for me Mm -hmm. you know if it's acquaintances i will hug them but it will be like really quick Mm -hmm. but other than that like it's just unnecessary right and i know it's kind of contradictory because if i'm limiting it doesn't seem like a main but it is and I like I need it to live. <laughs> but I also don't wanna make random like heart connections with people. Right. That makes sense. Because I know how big of it is in my life. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I gotta guard that one. I gotta guard that one. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. That makes sense.
1: Amen. Cool. Well then, now that you guys know ours, please share yours and yes. we're gonna dive in today's topic. hmm Well, the first thing that we should really start with in discussion is like we were saying in before is so people have this idea of like there is one way to pray there's a certain structure there's like this one way that you can present yourself to god in prayer and that's Mm -hmm. just not true
0: right i think a lot of people want like a formula or like a script on how to pray and there really isn't
1: there's really not. Like, I know, like, some people, like, just state, like, the Lord's prayer every single day. And they're like, nothing is happening in my life. I and it's why? like, you're not, like, talk. you're not talking with God. You're just saying a script. Like, it's not meaningful. Right. Like, if I just went up to you and just started, like, like, you're like, oh, my gosh, son. I just, I need prayer. And I just started stating the Lord's prayer over you.
0: Wouldn't really do, do much for me.
1: Right. And then <laughs> even in your own relationship, you're just, like. I have so many things on my head and I want to talk about them, but I don't know how. So the Lord's Prayer, okay, um, it's not really going to do much. Right. You know? Yeah. And that's why you have to understand that just like in any relationship and who you're talking to, you're also just talking to God.
0: Mm-hmm. Within prayer as well, I think there are different like areas of prayer, which is what I know we want to hit on today. And mm-hmm. we kind of came up with three areas of prayer um, and we're going to dive into each one of those, but just to... Give them all to you guys now, and then we'll dive into them deeper in a minute. But the first area is personal prayer life. The second would be praying for others. And then the third would be speaking to the mountains. So diving first into personal prayer life. Because in each of these areas, they're kind of broken up a little bit further. There's not just like... Especially within like praying for others. it's different areas within that area. Mm -hmm. So yeah, within like personal prayer life, I think... um, that is really just talking to God. Right. Like you would to any other person.
1: Right. And like the biggest thing that always like caught me up because I was like, oh, my prayer life, I guess I have to set a certain time at this time and pray for two hours straight. And I realized that's just not who I am. I know like for some people, that's what works and that's what's great. But for me, I realized that my prayers are short, but they're quick because it's just an ongoing conversation between me and God. It's just, it does not end. I don't think there's a moment where I'm not talking to God. But that's how I think it should be.
0: Like we said in our previous practical episode with how to grow closer to God, we were talking about how it is important to set aside time to spend with God, just you and him, no distractions. And within that time, you tend to pray. And that's, I think, when you can really pour out your heart to him and you can really get deep in prayer. But as you're walking throughout your day, you should be in constant conversation with him. It's like a married couple. They make time for date night,
1: mm-hmm. but
0: they're still walking through life together. Like imagine <laughs> if they only ever talked on date night and then whenever, like any other time, they were like not talking to you. Nope.
1: It's like and you it do, just you, lived you, in you, silence. You do not exist until this point in it's a, time.
0: <laughs> exactly. That's not how it works. That would be a, a very, very strange relationship.
1: And that's the same thing with God. Though I have seen marriages like that. And it's so sad. Well, are they flourishing? No, they want to be Exactly. exactly. Like, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's like the saddest thing ever. That's but so sad it's idea. like you, yes, like you said, you have like those date nights and you have time. But if you don't live your life in conversation, it's going to be a very lonely life. Yeah. And that's why you probably don't feel close to God because you're only talking to him at a certain point. And another thing to think about is when you are talking to him, what are you talking about? Right Because I know for me, for the longest time, I would just rant and complain mm. and never let God speak back to me. And have you ever like, I know like I've had these friends before, where they come up to me and then rant, tell me all their problems, and then just leave. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so I'm a therapist. You want me to be a therapist? fine? I'm a therapist, but I'm not your friend. Because mm-hmm. this is not a friendship. This is not a relationship. This is, in fact, I should be getting paid for this, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> like, I love them and I, w- I still wish them the ble- best, but it's just like, that's not what relationship is. And that's also not what relationship with God is. Right. Like, imagine being God and all you hear is just, oh, I hate this and this happened and this happened, this happened. Meanwhile, you know, God already knows it. And he's just sitting there like, do you actually want to hear what I have to say? Do you actually want to talk to me? Mm-hmm. Or are you just going to come with to me with your problems only? God is
0: there to listen to your problems, to help you with it, because he wants to. Because he cares. Yeah, he does care. But if you are always like ranting and complaining, but never giving him a time to speak, he's never going to How's he ever going to help you to solve those problems? Exactly. You're just going to be ranting and complaining for the rest of your life because he's never going to have a moment to speak into your life to be like, this is how you fix it.
1: Yeah. Which is the the best thing I've ever heard from one of our teachers is have you ever asked God what he wants to talk about? Mm. Because the thing is, is so many people like I've heard the statement, I just, I don't hear God's voice and you do. It says in the word that my sheep hear my voice and I follow them. Like it's a clear instinct in there. But the thing is, is to ever actually give God a chance to speak. Maybe you're not hearing his voice because you're over-talking him. (laughs) Like you are talking more than he can actually get a word. And he's just waiting there like, can I speak? I have stuff to tell you. I have visions and plans for you. I have words of comfort, let me speak. facts (laughs) facts <laughs> and then also like asking god what do you want to talk about like i've had times where i'm like god what do you want to talk about and then he puts something completely out of the blue on my mind mm-hmm. and he's like i want you to pray over this person right now and i'm like i haven't known like i haven't seen them in like a year and he's like i need you to pray over this person right now mm-hmm. and i'm like okay god this is this is apparently what you want like it's nothing i would have thought of like giving him a chance to speak is giving him a chance to move right I think the last thing to talk about is when it's your personal relationship, what side of God are you talking to? You know, because he is multiple different things. He is the teacher. He is the comforter. He is the father. He's the friend. But if you come to the comforter in search of comfort, he's going to give you within comfort. He's going to talk to you within comfort. But if you talk to the teacher, he's going to tell you the truth. Like The teacher might be a little bit more straightforward than the comforter will be. And then as a father, his tone and his direction might be a bit different. But as a friend, it's always going to sound a bit different. So you need to know when you come to God, who are you talking to in this moment? Mm -hmm. What are you you expecting out of this conversation?
0: Right. And one last thing I want to touch on before we move out of personal prayer life is just when people get the message that you've already got it, you know, we do have, we have Jesus living inside of us. We have this spirit in us. And that means that we already have the fruit of the spirit. We have right. peace, we have joy, we have all of those things. And so people often come to God and they pray and ask, God, give me more patience. But the truth is we already have all mm-hmm. the patience that we need. Right. So then the question comes about, okay, well, if I have all the patience that I need, Like, what do I pray for then? Right. And the answer to that is you can pray and ask God to teach you how to use it. It's like a toolkit. You know, you have this toolkit and in it you've got a drill. And now you've got this drill, but you don't know how to use that drill. So you go and ask someone how to use it and they teach you. It's the same thing. Like You can go, okay, God, I know I have patience, but now teach me how to apply and how to use it. You can also go to him and ask him to help you to stand in it. And ask him to help you to strengthen
1: it. Right. Because as it says in scripture, you know, it says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you. Right. I will help you. I will hold you within my righteous right hand. He doesn't say, I will give you these things. It says, I will strengthen. I will help you. Mm-hmm. I will help you use it. You have this. Mm-hmm. Which is, Emma, solid. Solid. Solid teaching right there. Well, thank you. So welcome. Thank you. Well, the next topic or area is praying for others.
0: Yes. This is the one I still struggle with.
1: I'm not comfortable
0: (laughs) praying for others. I'm getting better, but...
1: This is one where I actually really love. Mm -hmm. Because part of my job is very much centered around this. Yeah, And I'm not going to go into what my job is, just for personal reasons
0: but she's just within ministry within
1: ministry that's it this is basically what my job center runs and the thing like what you're talking about before is like helping to stand with it something that you have to understand first and foremost is when you're praying over someone you have to understand that you do not have final mm-hmm. say over their life yeah because you could be speaking you know that healing over them if so, like For instance, if someone has cancer and you're like, I speak the name of Jesus and healing over you. But have you ever thought of, what if that person wants to die? Right. And they don't want that. They have a choice in whether they receive it or not.
0: Yeah, that's so true. No one except the person that's receiving it has a, has a say over it. Not even God does. God is not the one with the final say. And neither are you. And that was a revelation that I got recently as well and it took such a weight off knowing that it's not on me right i'm there to pray with them and to stand with them in agreement but it's up to the person that you're praying for whether they want to receive it or not mm-hmm. and that will determine the outcome right
1: so then that begs the question well how do you pray for them mm-hmm. what you do is you speak to the things that are around them you know, the things that could impact the them. the things that could impact them. Like one of my favorite things is some if someone has like a relative and they're just like, "Well, I just are they need salvation?" Well, my, one of my favorite things to speak over them is I just pray that God will send laborers into their path that they will see what it's like to live in the love of God mm-hmm. and be drawn into that. Right? Because it says in the Word that He will make Himself known to you and draw you in with His loving kindness. Mm-hmm. Never says that He forces; it sh- He shows Himself. And then they get drawn in. Mm -hmm. And that's one of my things to just speak that, you know, God will send people to them. Mm -hmm. And they will see and be able to choose freely to choose him. Right.
0: You know, praying for laborers is such an important thing. And it's something I personally forget about a lot. It's praying for the people that will plant the seeds. Praying that God will strengthen them, that he'll open up doors of opportunity for them to cross paths with the people that need it. That is so much power. And I always forget about this prayer, but it, it just holds so much power
1: right and like you said it's it's the seeds Mm -hmm. it's one of the biggest things i have learned in life is every single prayer that you speak over someone is a seed Yeah. even if you don't see it grow that's a seed that you have planted and that's a seed that god can then water and nurture and right and it can be watered by you can be watered by random people Mm -hmm. and it's like a little chip in the ice just
0: that's the thing is you might not you might not see the harvest right sometimes you could pray for someone and absolutely nothing happens but you've planted a seed that you can't see and then someone else will come along and water it and then they see the harvest and that can feel a little discouraging at times but just know that you are probably doing the most important work by planting those seeds (laughs) because if there's no seed in the soil nothing can grow
1: right and then even think about this like you could plant the seed and then maybe it just takes a moment for them to surrender mm-hmm. to that because like we said like they people have a choice exactly yeah. and if they put up a wall <laughs> then that seed is not gonna grow but what let's say you pray over someone and then you then you don't see the right away and then you move on with life but you see them a year later and they're thriving and it's because they came into a place in their heart to say yes and come in agreement with you in that prayer. Mm -hmm. Even if they come in agreement later on in life, they're coming in agreement with what you have spoken over them.
0: Right.
1: And that is, like, the coolest thing. Mm -hmm. Especially, like, hearing someone and what they, like, how God has just changed their life because they finally are saying yes to what God has. Right. It's the most fantastic thing out there. Mm -hmm. It's exhilarating, actually. Yeah, (laughs) it it is. (laughs) To see God move. That's the most addicting thing ever. Right? It's like, God, I don't think I could live my life without walking with you. Mm -hmm. Just saying.
0: And then moving into the last area of prayer that we have here, it is speaking to the mountains. It's basically just praying against obstacles.
1: Pretty much. The things
0: that are in your path that are blocking the way.
1: Right. Because God never said that... He's going to like take those obstacles out. There will be obstacles in your life. Mm-hmm. It says that in the world. You will face opposition. There will be things that will come against you. But you can speak to them and tell them to move. Like when Moses came to the Red Sea, he didn't say, disappear. <laughs> Adios. <laughs> he trusted God, and he spoke the name of Jesus. And what did, mm-hmm. it, what did that see do? It parted. parted. Right. The thing is, is if you
0: never speak to those obstacles, they are never going to move. They're just going to stay there until someone tells them to leave.
1: Right. Like imagine Moses or like anyone from the Bible just sitting down there and just being like, well. Or just like standing there and just waiting silently.
0: Just be like, I'm waiting. And nothing's happening and they're just looking around. Like,
1: Okay, when is the secret apart?
0: No, he had to speak.
1: Right. Speak to it. And like the thing is, is like, We are given authority. It says so many times in the Bible saying, I have given you my authority over sickness, over disease, over anything that is not of me Mm -hmm. to speak my name and wash the mountains. Mm -hmm. So why don't people speak his name to the mountains? We just expect it to (laughs) just disappear. But you have to tell it to leave like you said. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it's not going to know. Like if within like let's say a relationship, if I had a problem with you, And I just sat there staring at you.
0: Nothing's ever going to change.
1: Nothing is ever going to change because you don't know what you want me to do. Right. (laughs) Like, I guess the other way around. But either way, you don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing with these obstacles. They're going to stay there until you speak to them and command them to leave. Right.
0: And just going back to authority really quickly... I think that's so cool that we now have the authority. Like, think of the advantage that we have over all the people in the Old Testament. That we have been given the authority to use Jesus' name to speak against all of these things that come against us. Like, we have power over sickness, poverty, everything.
1: And like, like thing thing, so cool. It's so cool. And the thing is, is if people look at that and they think of like, oh, well, that's a scary thing. It's like using a sword. Well, actually it's using what I'd like to think of is praise because we know that the battle was not won by you speaking it. The battle was won at the cross. Right. Right. Now it's our job to declare the victory of the battle that was won. Amen. It's saying, Know your place because I know mine. Mm -hmm. I know what my father has done. And I know that you have no place here. So you need to move.
0: Mm -hmm. Right. And I just want to say, you guys need to speak it out. I mean, verbally say it. Because this is something that I realized recently as well was that words have so much power, but actually saying them. Because when I used to say a little prayer in my head, not much would change but when I actually, like, take authority and verbally like, say it, so much changes.
1: It's it's pretty fun, actually. It is. It like, really is.
0: Yeah. I know it might so- seem, like, weird at first, but just trust us. Just speak it out.
1: We have authority to speak the name. hmm And it's... It's a fun life when you get to start standing in that. Mm -hmm. And not just sitting there and being like, well, I'm loved by God, so I guess. It's like, no, I am loved by God, so I have favor with God, Mm -hmm. so I can speak the name of Jesus. Right.
0: And if you really want to see change, and you really want to see those obstacles move and flee out of your life, sometimes you have to get pretty forceful with it.
1: You need need the confidence of David. Yeah. Not in yourself, but who your God is. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you could have little confidence in yourself. Great. It was never you. It will never be you. And it's never going to be you mm-hmm. that's going to make the mountain move. Right. You, you by yourself, do not have the power. It's the power that rests inside of you by your father. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank the Lord that
1: we are not by ourselves. Right. I mean, have you ever seen the movie The Lion King? Yes. When, like, it's like the scene where he's in front of the hyenas and they're, like, roar. And he, like meows yeah and then finally like there's like this one point where he's like he like roars and like there's like this big roar but it's his father standing oh him. yes
0: yes i remember that scene and then
1: that's what that's when the hyenas book it uh-huh because he's not alone and that's that's we're not alone yeah that's good yeah it's really good and i think the last thing you want to we want to touch on is especially in the importance of speaking it out You know, it says in the word, like you go to the very beginning of the Bible, Mm -hmm. page one, in the beginning when God created everything, every single statement started with, then God said, Mm -hmm. then God said, then God said, then God said, I can probably count this at least
0: a lot of times, more
1: than my (laughs) hands can count. And it says, then God said, and also says in the word that we are created in his image.
0: Mm -hmm. Literally everything that is in existence was spoken into existence by God. Right. And if that doesn't show you that words of power, I don't know what will.
1: Right. And then any single time in the Bible when God was on the move, it's like he spoke something over that person. Mm -hmm. He spoke it to an existence. And like even think about like your personal life when you're like, it's called edifying. Where are you edifying? Where are you magnifying? Right. No, like when you're speaking negative words over your life, All of a sudden, you feel like the worst person out there. But when you start speaking positive words, then you're like, oh my gosh, my life is great. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, it says in scripture that the power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm -hmm. And that is very true. I mean, what are you speaking? Are you speaking death over yourself? And I don't mean like physical death. I mean, are you speaking negative things? Are you speaking bad things over yourself and over the situation? Because that's what you're gonna experience. Or are you speaking the word of God over you and mm-hmm. speaking those promises and declaring them and standing in God's word and what he says about you and your circumstance? Because that isn't what you're gonna experience.
1: Right, you No, know, I always love the scripture as a man sees in his heart, so is he. Mm-hmm. Well, first is see, so what do you see? What do you focus on? But then it also comes within the power of, as the tongue speaks, mm-hmm. that's where the power is withheld. Right, because this is where you're going to see this is where you focus on when you think it in your heart but it's actually when you speak it is like the finalization of like that statement
0: then it comes into existence that's when it becomes real is when you actually speak it out mm-hmm. so that's why your words are so vitally important are you speaking life or are you speaking death?
1: right and then even when you don't see it in that moment doesn't mean it's not there we touched on a scripture Last time that talks about you know, it says in the word that says God speaking to you, it says, My thoughts are grander than your thoughts, my ways are grander than your ways. And I'm sure if you go back to the past episode, look more on it. But it also shows that we can't see what's in the spirit realm, but mm-hmm. God can. But exactly. us agreeing with our tongue is agreeing with His word, is agreeing with His thoughts, is agreeing with his ways mm-hmm. so as you align yourself with him you're aligning yourself with his ways with his thoughts so even if you can't see it it's still making an impact mm-hmm. and that's why it's important to align yourself in agreement with your tongue amen and with all of this combined it's just it's a big passion of mine because it was something i was always stumped on you know i didn't know i was af- even like afraid to speak and pray over someone. I remember someone within my old youth group. This woman, she came in and she had a broken leg. And people went over to pray for her. But I just, like, I stood frozen. My friend asked me, like, why didn't you want to go pray? I was like, I don't think I'm qualified to pray. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I'm i not a pastor. I don't have that ability. I don't have that authority. And that's the biggest lie that the enemy can feed into you. Right. Because you do. And it says in the word that even faith the size of a mustard seed can move mountains. Mm -hmm. So even if you have very little faith in yourself, have faith in God. Because it's not you. It will never be you. It's him. Mm
0: -hmm. And that is probably one of the biggest and best revelations that you can get, is that it's not you, it's him working through you. So it's not on you.
1: And that is true humility. Mm Mm-hmm that is surrender that's saying it's my god and my god alone not even me not the enemy not anyone else it's my god
0: well i really really hope that you guys got something out of this episode and that you're a little bit clearer on what prayer is and how to pray there isn't a how to
1: and i and i do want to be clear in the bible there are prayers and that is great but that's also just reciting. Depth in relationship comes in talking with God. You know, If you if you come to a place where you just don't know what to pray, one, you can speak in tongues. That oh. is like the ultimate. That's like praying the things that you do not know what to speak out there. Right. And I find myself in places where I just don't know what to say. So I pray in tongues. And God knows. My mm-hmm. spirit knows. I do not know. Mm-hmm. And then within those prayers, those are just things to put your thoughts on to think about within what should I be speaking over myself I should be speaking life I should be speaking blessing over myself because that's what those prayers are saying right to speak blessing over yourself you don't need to say it script by script because words are just containers with with the actual meaning yes exactly and those are just given ideas of what to speak and what to stand in truth is is what are you standing in Mm -hmm. and what are you speaking out
0: We really hope that you guys enjoyed this episode, that you got something out of it. I know Sutton is very passionate about the topic of prayer. He's (laughs) saying. And it's something I'm still working on. I've definitely gotten a lot of freedom from it. I still struggle with prayer sometimes. So if you guys are struggling, I'm right there along beside you. That is pretty much all that we have for you guys today, don't forget to come join us over on Instagram and continue this discussion. We also have a newsletter that goes out every Monday and it's a pretty good newsletter if I do say so myself, <laughs> it has the recap of the episode as well as all the scriptures, links and all of that. Flexing
1: on your work right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, yes, I am. Sometimes you gotta be your own hype woman, okay? <laughs> hey. Yeah, we'll talk to you guys in our next episode.
1: Amen. And I just speak a blessing over every single one of you and that as you go into just continuing your prayer life, you're just blessed in a relationship with him. Y'all have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk with you soon. Bye. Bye.